Welcome back to The Wish House. I am the fabulous and fun Chris Spinner. I've been saying that a lot lately. It's kind of like a little affirmation. The more I say I'm fabulous and fun, the more fabulous and fun I become. Now the question is, do you want to be fabulous and fun? And if you do, then stick with me, because today we're going to talk about how that can be accomplished. Are you in a rut? Are you spending way too much time designing your life around societal norms that you just don't believe in anymore? But are you afraid to step out of your comfort zone? It's hard to be courageous when you know that your family and friends aren't going to be so supportive. Hmm, they might even call it a midlife crisis. What the hell is a midlife crisis? What, it's a crisis to want to grow, to want to expand, to want to open your mind? to want to move in a new direction, to want to make a change, to want to give your authentic self the chance to come out and create a life that's unique to you? That doesn't sound like a crisis to me. So as Mark Twain says, it's time to throw off the bowlines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails. Let's explore, dream, and discover. How are we going to do that? Go grab some coffee. And let's chat about it in the Wish House. So did I get you fired up? Good. You're going to need to feel fired up. You can't change it up if you're not fired up. So I said we're going to explore, dream, and discover. So let's do a little exploration I come from a back-in-the-day generation, maybe a back-back-in-the-day generation. I was born in 1958, which makes me a boomer, full category name, baby boomer, the generational nickname referring to the boom of births post-war in the mid-century. And uh, yeah, that war would be World War II, and that century would be the 20th century. So I was looking up the descriptions of each generational nickname And under Boomer, it said retired or nearing retirement age. That's the description, retired or nearing retirement age. Well, you all know I can't take the word retirement. I don't know why. It reminds me of putting somebody out to pasture. But I looked it up, to be fair. So listen to this. On this site called Investopedia, it says retirement is the action or fact of leaving one's job and ceasing to work. Ceasing. Boomers cease. We stop. I can't even. And then I scrolled down and on the page was wikidiff.com. And they had a question, what's the difference between retired and retirement? So here's the difference. It's that a retiree is someone who has retired from active working. So we're not active, I guess. While retire is the act of retiring or the state of being retired. Also a place to which one retires. So I guess the whole thing is about stopping and ceasing and being retired and retiring to a place no less. I can't even take it. I just can't take it. I'm way too active and creative of a person to think because I stopped doing one career that now I'm ceasing 
now I'm stopping. Okay, and I think that's because as we have grown in society and stretched out of societal norms, the statement age is nothing but a number has become more and more profound for us. So I'm going to tell you a little story I saw on a reel on Instagram or on a TikTok video. I I don't remember, but it's got a nice life is long vibe to it. So it's John Travolta being interviewed by someone and he's talking about when he turned 60 and how he was feeling a little angst around that. He started to feel, quote, his age, so to speak. And probably because we're all in that same generation and what 60 looked like to us when we were younger is very different what 60 looks like to us now. Anyway, he was sharing that when he turned 60, he was speaking with someone and that someone asked him these questions. The person said to John Travolta, do you think you have 30 more years left in you? And he said, absolutely, perhaps more than 30 years. And so then the person said, okay, so you're 60 now. Wind your mind back to when you were 30 and think about all that you accomplished from 30 to 60. And of course, I'm paraphrasing, but I have the spirit of what he said, which basically was that in the moments of him thinking of all of his accomplishments from 30 to 60, he then realized what could be accomplished in the next 30 years. Now, So many people right away have a cynical viewpoint of that story and will say, yeah, well, ages 30 to 60 is very different than ages 60 to 90. And I say hogwash because we don't know what life is putting in front of us, right? Nobody knows what 30 to 60 is going to be and nobody knows what 60 to 90 is is going to be. So why do we view age and aging as such a negative? Just stop thinking about what might be and what could be and what fear you can insert in there and explore what's possible if you're 60 in the next 30 years. If you're 50, how about the next 40 years? If you're 40, how about the next 50 years? So much life to be lived, so much time to create, so much time to expand who you are. You see, age looked very different when we were growing up, or at least when people around my age were growing up. Let me give you an example. We all remember the show All in the Family, right? With Carol O'Connor, Gene Stapleton, Sally Struthers, Rob Reiner, classic, brilliant TV, but I digress. Do you know that the character of Archie Bunker was supposed to be 47 years old and Edith was 46 when the show premiered in 1970? One. Now think about what Archie and Edith Bunker looked like, what their hair looked like, what their body type looked like, the clothes that they wore. And think about somebody that you know now who's 47 and 46. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, if you had asked me the age of Archie and Edith Bunker, I would have said 73 and 74. Because that was the sensibilities of 1971 or wouldn't have been portrayed on a national television set for everybody to see. We felt comfortable with that look because that's who we were. I'll stick with CBS. I remember watching Maud, and not until years later when I saw reruns did I catch the episode where she turned 50. Again, I had no idea that Maud was supposed to be in her 40s. So right off the bat, 
we're viewing ourselves in the 21st century way different than we did mid-century. And for many of us, it's going against our subconscious grain of what we thought we were going to be at 50, at 60, at 70. While we're in the 21st century and we're embracing a new day, we are aging differently. There's a reason we say 60 is the new 40, because today, by the time you get to 60, you still have a lot of play left in you. You still have a lot of creativity left in you. You still have a lot of exploring left in you, whether that be external or internal, whether that be travel, physical exploration, moving, finding new things to accomplish, or internal exploration, finding out what makes you tick and wondering if some of the ideas that you've held your whole life aren't working for you. Is it okay to shake them off? Absolutely. But you might get resistance from those around you and from the little voice inside your head that says, you should probably stick with what you always thought. You should probably stick with what you always were. But if you're feeling a new set of growing pains, then you're going to have to get fired up. You can't change it up if you're not fired up. So let's investigate our dreams. Is there nothing more amazing than dreaming? In one of the first episodes of my podcast, I quoted Mr. Rogers, growing things in the garden of your mind. Is there nothing more amazing than growing things in the garden of your mind? Because in your mind, everything is possible. And that's a key part to getting what you want. That's a salient feature of manifesting your best life. Lots of people think manifesting is a magic or a magic spell that if you do certain things, certain rituals, you're going to get what you want, but that's not what it is at all. But I do like to use rituals because for me, it's the believing that something can be. It's believing that that dream that I have has already occurred and I just need to walk to where it is. That has been one of the mantras of my life. I have friends that use that in their classrooms. What you want has already happened in a place that you can't see. You simply have to walk to where it is. And I like to use rituals to get myself there. It strengthens the belief system for me. And that makes people feel as if it's a little new age. But if you just take a tradition of religion, I'll pick mine, okay? Catholicism, don't we do that? Don't we say, I'm going to pray for this, so I'm going to do a novena for nine days? Is that not a ritual? And then at the end of the nine days, we're going to see the thing that we want manifest. Is it because we did the novena or is it because we focused, opened our heart and believed wholeheartedly that the thing we needed was there? We just had to walk to where it is. I'm going to share with you one of my favorite rituals. When there's a full moon and a new moon, I take my vision board and I put a glass of water on top of the vision board. And then I set that in a place where the moonlight can hit it during the night. And then when I get up, the first thing I do is drink that glass of water in its entirety. And I feel like the magic of the moon has settled into the water and somehow reverberated through the vision board and the things that I want to accomplish in my life. And when I drink that water, it's become one with me. Now, isn't that fun? Isn't that fabulous? Isn't that cool? And it makes you feel a little 
practical magic witchy. And there's nothing wrong with a little fantasy sprinkled on your dreams. What are you dreaming about? And are you actively working toward making those dreams a reality? And if you're not, why not? You know, we live in the age of memes, and I love to collect them. Some I actually print out, some I actually keep in a folder, some I keep in an actual folder on my phone. The more important ones I have framed in my home or hanging on my refrigerator or a few right by my bed. One of my favorites is a simple statement, you can do whatever you want. And I get so much pushback for that statement. Because the first thing people think of is what's limiting them. But you can do whatever you want. The statement doesn't say you can do whatever you want and should shirk all of your responsibilities to do so. But that's where our thoughts go because we feel so defensive when we hear you can do whatever you want. If you want it, you can get it. You have to make a plan to do so, but not a rigid plan not a plan that leaves you in control completely because then you're bringing on another stress and dreams and manifesting and creativity don't live in a fear-based stressed environment. You can do whatever you want, but it takes risk and it takes risk of being uncomfortable in your own skin. And there's a risk of feeling awkward amongst people who have surrounded you for many, many years. Nothing shakes a person more than watching somebody close to them take a risk. There's a saying that God wouldn't have given you a dream if he didn't give you all of the tools and skills to make that dream come true. Whatever your belief system, once you believe that that dream has been put in your heart for a reason and that you have been equipped with everything you need to make that come true, and then give up the thought of knowing exactly when it's going to come true, like that famous Judy Scheinland video where she says, if you don't make it at 25, you can make it at 35. If you don't make it at 35, you can make it at 45, et cetera, et cetera. You got this, but you're going to have to block out the noise that's around you. And you're going to have to work on the noise that's in your own head, that's in your own soul. You want to make your dreams come true? You're going to have to start having conversations with yourself when you're frightened. Self, What is it that's making you so afraid and figuring it out? It's like a puzzle. But when you find all the pieces, it's like a happy day. You're going to have to start to learn to be easy on yourself. Self, okay, it didn't happen like you thought this week, but tomorrow's another day. And you're going to have to learn to have conversations with yourself that are filled with praise. Self, you are freaking amazing. And then go and treat yourself for your accomplishment, no matter how small. Buy something that you want. Take some time to read. Give yourself the care that you know you need to continue on. Nourish your own soul. And then there's blocking out that noise. You're going to have to channel your inner Wizard of Oz lion and get yourself some courage. Think about it. Do you really care what others think about you? And if so, why? I read this article once that said, we imagine that people are thinking about us way more than they really are. And you're going to let somebody else stop you from accomplishing what you really want. It sounds like an uncomfortable thing to do, but sometimes we're going to have to take the pool of people that are around us and give people different access to our lives at different times. 
Nothing wrong with reassigning a role of a character in your production. No need to fire anyone. Just reassign the role. Give them another part to play. Always remembering you're the main character. So we explored a little. We dreamt a little. It's time to discover. So if you want to be fun and fabulous in your own show, the most important thing to discover is you. Have you changed your mind about what works for you in your life? Have you asked yourself that question? You know, if you're like me, a boomer, or even a Gen Xer, you might find that your ideas, your attitudes have changed over the past 30 to 40 years. Could be a number of things. Could be your religious views, your political views, your attitude towards sexuality, the things that you'll wear, the music that you listen to, the books that you read, the shows that you watch. You might find your tolerance level has changed. You might find that things that you learned in your history don't ring true anymore and you want to find out more about that. You may be in a long-term relationship and you know it's time to spice things up. You might be craving different conversations than you're used to having with family and friends. And this isn't simply for people of a certain age. You may be a younger person just starting out on the journey and you may feel fired up and want to change it up. So it just may be time to sail away from that safe harbor, discover who you are, and create the life that you dream of. And you got this. We got this. And you just might be saying, but what if everything goes wrong? Well, I say, well, what if everything goes right? If you're giving me a 50-50 chance, I'll take those odds. So come on, stop being vanilla when you know you want to be mint chocolate chip. And if you're feeling daring, go on. Put some whipped cream and a cherry on top. Who the hell are you? Go out there and find out. Explore, dream, discover. Find what you want and walk to where it is. Chip away at the fear and remember, there's what you do and what you don't do. And I find I'm way more aligned to my true self when I'm doing with a cup of coffee. (laughs) See you next time in the Wish House.